Hey girls, welcome to the Go Girl Podcast because women are powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. Each episode is about self-love, self-care, and self-discovery. Tune in for affirmations, motivation, girl talk, and girl power. Now let's get it started. Go girl. Welcome back to another episode of the Go Girl Podcast. Hey, I know I missed you too. I missed you too. You know, I am all about self-love, self-care, self-discovery, and I needed to take the last two months off for some self-care. Life got busy, my professional life, my personal life, all good things. So I needed to adjust to my blessings, but I'm back and I'm better. I have some amazing women coming on the show and I cannot wait to share. Actually, today's guest, she's just a phenomenal woman. Her name is Tony Jones and she's an affirmation musician, all right? She's a well-being advocate for women. She's found creative ways to promote the message of conscious well-being and mental health all through music. Now, we love music already, okay? We could turn on some music, make us feel good, but imagine turning on some music where the beat is just right and you're listening to some positive affirmations and positive messages. Girl, she's on my self-love mix. (laughs) It's like Beyonce, Janelle Monae, Lizzo, and then there's Tony Jones. And I listen to this mix like every morning while I'm working out on my drive to work. You really need to follow her. You need to repeat the the mantras and affirmations and her music is guaranteed to make you feel better. And so during this interview, we shed a few tears because it got real. All right. And it was like a spiritual experience and it, it just felt good. And we get really deep about how to release toxic people, how your pain can turn into some joy and how to love yourself better. She's all about self-love. I'm all about self-love. And we want you to be all about self-love. So ladies, you're in for a treat. I can't wait for you to listen. Please share some lessons that you learned from this episode by rating this podcast and leaving a review. And also you can follow at Go Girl Movement and share your feedback there too, okay? Well, let me stop talking and let me get to the interview. Here is Tony Jones. I am so excited for today's episode of the Go Girl Podcast. You guys, I'm about to start crying. My eyes are watering up. I couldn't really sleep last night because I have Miss Tony Jones on the line. You you don't know who she is. She's all about affirmations. She has affirmation music. You have to listen to it every single day. Feel good about yourself. And I'm just so excited to have her on the line. Tony Jones, welcome to the Go Girl Podcast. Thank you so much, Ashley. I appreciate you having me on your platform. Yes. So or you are a leader and mental health advocate for women and the youth. Um, You promote the message of consciousness and well-being and mental health through your music. And I love it. I I, I resonate with it so much because every episode of the Go Girl podcast, I start with I am affirmations. Mm. And my cousin told me about you like last year. And I started listening to your music and listening. And I was like, I have to get her on the Go Girl podcast. Like we're in total alignment. This is what we do. She does it through music and I do it through the podcast. And so I'm so excited to have you here. And I just wanted to bring you on to discuss, you know, your journey a little bit. And you're in the studio right now. Like she's about to drop something in a a bit. Like the grind doesn't stop. So I appreciate you taking this time to um, be on the show. So I want to talk about 
how did that even start? The affirmations, a lot of people don't understand them. Some people feel like, oh, it's woo-woo or you're lying to yourself. And I have my own perspective of it, but I would love to hear your perspective of affirmations, how you got started with them and um, well, how it changed how your I, life. Yeah, how I got started with affirmations. When I first was introduced to affirmations, I shared in my mental health mixtape, yeah. Go Get Your Mind Right, where I was working as a substitute teacher at a school and I came across this woman. I forgot her name. She was doing women's empowerment before women's empowerment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And she did these affirmations and she had us print out these affirmations. And I said them every day, every time I was going into work every morning and I started to feel different, you know, and I was just like, man, it's something to this, yeah. you know? And so I started to see myself change and care less about what other people thought. I drifted off of affirmations for a while, but when I went back to school to get my degree in psychology, I knew that the power of the mind and not only the power of your mind, but the power of being awareness mm-hmm. of your own psychology and what's going on inside there was so empowering. And I really like life hacking. When I launched my wellness business for women, I was like, I have to be able to translate this type of knowledge and education in a comprehensive way for the modern woman so she can be self-aware of what's going on in her internal world. And so I did online programming. I did one-on-one coaching. I did these events that were all around self-care, well-being and, you know, mindfulness and spirituality and consciousness. However, I launched my business during the boss bitch era. Mm. And so everybody was trying to get a bag. Everybody was trying yeah. to be a boss chick and everybody. So it was like this messaging was very countercultural. So by 2018, I was just like, man, I'm burning myself out with spreading a message that's not in the Instagram timelines. Mm. No one is really, it's not popular yet, you know? And right. so when I went in prayer, prayer meditation, God gave me the idea of affirmation music. And I was like, genius so I started googling and and I didn't find anybody who coined that phrase so I was like oh my gosh like I get to do this like I get to spearhead something like this and and then so I started listening to different artists that were doing something similar like conscious music and I was like yeah but they're not doing it the way that I would want to hear it and bop to it and meditate to it And so I was like, well, I'm going to create something for my clients where they can have it as a tool. I never intended to become an affirmation musician that doing music or being a musician was never the idea. I never saw that for me. It was just like a tool for my clients. I wanted the women who are always on the go to realize they can heal. They can be well in a way that integrates to their on-the-go lifestyle. And so what better way to do it through music where you could just push play while you're working out. You can push play while you're taking a bath and you can be healing and you can be well. The second, so that's how I got into affirmations. The power of affirmations, there's so much science and research Mm -hmm. behind it. But if we want to get specific, the late and great Dr. Emoto did a water study that proved that your words and your intentions have vibrational power and can shape shift your circumstance, your energy and your mood. But again, like I said, there's tons of research and science that shows that your words are powerful and they can shape your whole life. You know, your thoughts have power. And then, girl, the research behind music being a mental health tool and a healing tool. 
music has a medicinal legacy, you know, going into modern times and throughout the centuries and, you know, eras of humanity, you know, it's become more, you know, more entertainment, but music has the power of shifting your mood just like that. If you want to feel sexy, you throw on a certain song. Yep. If you want to be in a mood with your boo, you throw on a song. When you turn on luck, if you buck, you ready to get. Yes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like it's music has the power of shaping your moods. When you push play on affirmation music, it's going to cause you to feel this affirming vibration of yourself and possibility of your life. Yes. I feel all of that, sis, like for real from your music. And like you said, you heard some music that was probably similar, but it didn't have like that bop, you know, that beat. And I'm like, yeah, "This, this music is, like you can you can put it in the car while you're driving to work you know it feels good has a good groove to it I love listening to like Yoni when I'm working out because it's all about your body and your femininity and I'm like damn I feel good I'm sometimes I'm in a mirror straight up naked like you know just dancing with my body like feeling good because you know your music inspires people to want to just feel better about themselves you know it, it, it helps us to like change our mind and change our attitude yes. about things you know like even she has songs about like drinking your water I made sure I drink drunk my water this morning you know what I mean and like yes. you know your work ethic like every single thing but it's so interesting to hear you say that you didn't even want to be a music artist so I'm so excited that you took that that message from God and was like okay I'll do it there was no resistance there let's just say I had a, <laughs> I had an overall life makeover in 2019 mm. and I had nothing else left to give. Yep. And so it became something, it wasn't about creating something for other people anymore or to bring change into the world or save people. It was about me feeling happy and feeling satisfied with my life. Yeah. Like my intentions had changed. So I was like, what feels good to me? You know, and creating music, affirmation music felt good to me. Writing felt good to me. Um, It felt pleasurable to me. It was the saying about you didn't get paid to do it. Yeah, if you do it for free. Would you still do it? Would you do it for free? Yeah. And so it started to feel like I started to feel that I was like, man, I would do this all day, every day, whether I got paid for it or not. Mm -hmm. Like, And I was like, oh, am I in this sweet spot in life? (laughs) And then when I started to see passive income come from this, I was like a blood and water for a shark. I was like, I got a taste of that. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I have to have all my because of the sacred gift that I have. I have to have all my income come from passive income. I can't labor anymore. And the type of laboring or work that I do is not labor or work the way that I used to. It's a new way. It's very refreshing. It's very passion driven and healing and balance and well. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't really have resistance towards it, but I was just like, it was like, follow the yellow brick road. I was like, this comes easy to me. I can make affirmation music all day, every day. And so, cause my life is my content. So it's like. I've done, I've gone into deep places within my life to where it create, I created effortlessly. So I don't believe it wasn't any resistance. I was just curious. I was like, wait a minute. I never dreamed this. Mm. This was never on my vision board, but yet 
it feels like a dream coming true. Like, and everything that I went through in my past is lining up to set me up for me to be successful in this. So it was like, oh my goodness. So it was a paradigm shift around goal setting, ambition, you know, everything, because like, how is a dream happening that Mm -hmm. I never dreamed of? But yet it feels like I'm being myself more than I ever have, Mm. you know, so it was it was a paradigm shift because it was nothing that no one ever told me that dreams could come true Mm. that you never even thought of that were in your deepest. And it made me realize that God planned for you, God's destiny. You can never plan for it, girl. Yeah, that's a testament to you trusting yourself, trusting God, like totally surrendering to what is and what will be. Like the fact that you were like, oh, I never thought of this. I never thought to be a music artist. I never, and then this came into your life, this moment where it's like, oh no, you should do this. And you're like, okay, well maybe I, I can. And you're doing it and you're realizing you can make a life from it. It's all God's plan, all God's will. Oh, so, so that's that's you just trusting it. Let's talk about some of your music though, because girl, I wanted to talk about like every single song, but I can't. So (laughs) like, I I know one of your songs and I don't know if this has anything to do with what you went through in 2019, but uh, one of your songs, I got this from the mental health mixtape. You say, you know, pain, try me if you want to, you know, you're always going to serve my growth. And then in another song, so ugly, I'm beautiful. You say, before I see the beauty, I get dressed by pain. Can you talk about a little bit about the pain that you probably went through that helped you transform into this, this beautiful life that you have now? You know, when I hear you say those, it just brings so much up for me because I haven't had the best relationship with pain. Mm. You know, my nervous system, based on the way that I had to survive certain scenarios growing up, my nervous system was conditioned to respond and react and cope a certain way Mm -hmm. without any skill sets or direction. So I just did whatever felt was right. And so as an adult, once you become aware and conscious, this is not working for you. You got to recalibrate and recode that yourself. For me, pain has always humbled me. I learned something and I I can talk about it and I can share it in very prolific and articulate ways. But then a life crisis may happen Mm -hmm. or I may become aware of a choice I made that brought me to a point of rejection from another or abandonment or, you know, betrayal. And it takes me down the spiral, you know, and I'm an HSP. I don't know if you know what an HSP is, but it's a highly sensitive person. Mm-hmm. And you take a test to figure out if you are one. We, we only make 15% of the world's population. So we're very rare. We're borderline superheroes because okay. our sensory is yeah. so deep. And so when I feel pain, I feel it very deeply. Mm-hmm. So my relationship with pain has become, my my thought about it has become more of a, this is a class. No matter how much I have this disdain or disenchantment with this being a part of the human experience, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what my disenchantment is with the intensity of it, 
the reality is I always get better. Yes. I always get better. So I always tell myself when I'm going through painful situations or painful emotions, painful awareness, painful accountability, painful healing, I always tell myself it always gets better for me. It always gets better for me. Life always gets better for me. And I have to remind myself because my nervous system and my neural pathway is used to years, decades of saying life is over. Mm. There's nothing to live for. Remember this happened last time. This is going to keep happening. Why are you even here? You know what I'm saying? And it takes me down darker, darker. And I have to always remind myself, no, the last time you had pain, did you get more beautiful? Yes. Did your money increase? Yes. Did you meet better people? Yes. Did you get over him? Yes. Did you forgive? Yes. You see what I'm saying? Did you grow? Yes. Did you get more opportunities? Yes. So the reality is no matter how painful the scenario is, my life resume (laughs) has shown me and proven to me it's I'm going to only get better from this, you know? So in these affirmations that you mentioned about pain, it's like pain is my servant. It's it's a servant to my greatness. It's employed to my, you know, greatness and my evolution, you know, and because of that, it only beautifies me. It mm. only makes me more, you know, gorgeous in every way, inside out. So that's what I mean by those two affirmations. I love that. And it's like helping you too, because it's like a way to lean into it instead of trying to run from it. Because the more you run from it, the more it's chasing you and the more pain you might end up going through. So it's like, you know, if I, if I got through the pain last time, I'm going to get through it again. And like you said, every single time it makes you stronger, every single time it makes you wiser, you know, and you're like, Hmm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to repeat that because I learned from that pain last time. So let me try different this time. So I love that you just changed your mindset and started changing your words, you know, like, you know, you can just get through this, you know, mm-hmm. and and everything is going to be okay. I love all of that. I love, I love mm-hmm. everything. Energy Budget is such a great song. It's all about like, we're all talking about our energy now and, you know, releasing people who no longer serve us and, and all these words. And you say, I'm learning how to interpret people's energy in your song. How so? How are you learning to interpret people's energy? There's really only two energies here, fear or love. And so the reality is, I mean, fear has cousins, you know, and love has cousins. But the reality is those are the two energies, Yeah. you know. So the thing about it is, it's like the more you get familiar with that within yourself, the more you can pick up on into the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, you're picking up your own signal and frequency. So then now you can actually pick up other people's signals and frequency. Like, oh, I know what that is. And even if you logically can't name it, you know something is off. Something right, right. Yeah. Something's not right. There's something behind door number one, door number two, door number three. So I'm learning how to do that in a way where I'm honoring my intuition and discernment and balance it so it doesn't become paranoia and distrust, Mm. you know? I like that. And, and it's kind of, it's like the energy that you're putting out is the energy you're receiving back. So if you're putting out love, you're going to notice love in others. And if you see yes. something or feel something that ain't loving, you're like, Mm-mm, that ain't right. <laughs> Let me get away from that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So ugly. I'm beautiful. I love this song. And one line that you say in particular, I know it's not my role to detox toxic people out of my life. It's my role to do detox the part 
of my life that resonate with their toxicity. Mm -hmm. Oh, girl, we need to talk about that because sometimes people get into some unhealthy relationships and feel like, oh, it's the other person's fault or there's no good men or women out there. And it's like, well, you let this person in your life and you let them stay for a while. So what part of you resonated with that person to even let them stay? So you have to heal that part. We can't control anyone else. Heal that part of yourself that allowed that person to stay into your life. Can we talk about that for a second and how to detox someone out of your life? It's a very complex thing because when you love someone, you can't really control that. Mm -hmm. But what you can control is loving yourself more. You know, it's like, how do you turn it up on your self-love? So you know how to manage the love you have for another, you know? So you never want the love that you have for someone to overthrow your own Mm self-love. Because if it does, that's not love. Okay. And so for me, toxic people, I had to, I had to go through experience of having a hole in the circle that had a level of toxicity that was not you know, demonic or anything, but it was ego driven. Mm -hmm. It was them not being aware of how to manage their childhood trauma. You know what I'm saying? So it was trauma bonding going on. And so for me, it got to a point where when I was vulnerable, when I was frail and at my bottom, no one around me knew what to do because they were not they were not accustomed to being there for me in that way. I was being there for them in so many ways. So I had to experience myself, not even have the strength to communicate that, to even be there. It was just like, I have to let this organically fall off, Mm. you know? And then from dealing with the consequences of that, I had to see, did I want to get vengeance? Did I want to, get petty with subliminal posts on Facebook and Instagram? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did I want to cuss people out? Did I want to drag people in a mug and expose their mess? And you know what I'm saying? Publicly, like at the end of the day, it was like, Tony, how did you surround yourself with these type of people? Because I got a lot of good from them. I got a lot of lessons. These people had legitimate love for me, but there was hidden feelings and emotions behind door number one, two, and three that I ignored. And so it was like, what was it about me that resonated with their toxicity to where I wanted to keep them around? And so what I realized was it was my need to be needed because Mm. if I am a value to where they need me, they won't leave me. They won't abandon me because I have a divine responsibility to my purpose and to my gifts and talents my palate has an intense spiritual appetite. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I'm different, you know? So for me, when you're that different, you know, and countercultural, you want to have a sense of belonging. You want to be relatable. You yeah. don't want to be considered like this holier than thou. You don't. So you may do things to maintain a sense of belonging. And so I had to remove that from me and find a belonging within myself. So those people, my persons who resonate with my frequency are just magnetized and attracted to my life. So it was a process of experiencing, have to 
having to like life forced me to let go of inner circles, whether mm. they were good people, bad people, toxic, healthy. The reality is the way that I was bonding with them could no longer be the way that I bond with them anymore. You know, so I had to get rid of the toxicity and with me within me. And once I did that, I saw who stayed. And I saw who was just organically fell off, you know? And so it's an interesting process, but again, it's very complex. I don't say this as a blueprint for everybody to practice because when you love people, especially if it's a romantic situation, you have to be gentle with yourself. You have to have allies to support you. You have to have therapy. You have to have some type of guidance system to upgrade your self-love and self-care to pull you out from being so attached to situations of people that are not really serving you and your well-being, you know? Mm-hmm. And how was that transition for you, though, when you saw some people that you love dearly and, you know, you're becoming a better woman and some of them organically fell off? Like, how was that transition for you? Did you just say, OK, well, I guess, you know, my time with them is done or, you know, was that a little a grieving for me, Well, for me, it's it's more so about like having to let relationships go is. I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's how it's done. Okay. That matters. Yeah. So when it gets messy on the other parts and you see like how people believe the stories Mm. over the reality of their experience over you is, is that's what made it a grieving process because I had to grieve the idea that I had of them. I couldn't grieve the loss of the release of them. I had to agree the idea of them that this idea that I had of them was never who they chose to be. It might be who they are deep down, Mm. but who they choose to be is counter that, you know, because I believe everyone is of love. I believe everybody is made in the image of God, but people have the the free will to choose who they want to be, you know? And so for me, I had to grieve that I had to let go the ideas of that I had of these people, you know, and, you know, really be that ideal person for myself. It's a beautiful thing when you start to see people, see relationships with people deepen that you, you know, relationships you had deepen because they're evolving and they're leveling up their frequency and finding the love of their lives within themselves and their Mm -hmm. dreams are coming true. Because that's the one thing I've realized that you got to have people that are happy within themselves, that their dreams and passions are happening because you, you give too much room and space for people's egos, insecurities, childhood traumas to come up when they're triggered by your own thrive and light and success. You know, right. if they don't have that going on within themselves, there is opportunity and space for them to be triggered by you just living your best life. You know, so I think that's a very practical way to make sure you maintain your vibration and your inner circles. It's like, Who's really, and it's not like get rid of them. It's just mm-hmm. like appropriate the time and energy you allot to that person because they're not happy with themselves. They're not, they may not be happy with you when you're so f- happy, you know? Right. And might not be happy for you. That's true. They say misery loves company. It's like, okay, like let's all just step our game up, sis. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Space, That's it. Sis. That's, That's it. it. I, I mean, I think the highest form of self-confidence is when you realize how dope all the human family is. Hmm. When you, it, I know for me and my healing journey was, I think the depths of my self-esteem and my unapologetic, just undeniable authenticity and strength, like it comes from seeing myself in the human family. 
shadows, light, darkness, beauty, all of that. Like once you get to a place in your healing and a level of love frequency, it's like, it's not even about you. It's like, oh my God, the whole human family are divine beings who have forgotten who they are. Mm. So it's like, if you, if you quote unquote, as we love to say, hate on me, or if you're jealous, it's like, no, that's how you feel about yourself. I literally know that that's the truth now, because if you really knew who you were, you wouldn't even compare yourself. You would just see me and you and you and me. Yes. It's all a projection. Yes. 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 I I love all of that. Uh, Goodness gracious. It's like, spread more love <laughs> because it's, it's, it's all that's all it is spread more love but you gotta start with yourself it oh literally i cannot believe that with all the world issues mm-hmm. all the family issues all the financial issues all the health issues you think about all the things that we label as problems the actual solution is self-love i cannot believe it I cannot believe that that is the solution to everything. Yes. Yes. Like love will cure so much. And if so much, if we just love ourselves, that's why I love my podcast all about like self-love, self-care, self-discovery. But it's like, if we just learn to love ourselves a little bit more, then we'll show up as a better person. We wouldn't even want to hurt. The and next it's person. contagious. Exactly. It's contagious. Yes. So it's, it's like, contagious. like, I would hope people would feel like, okay, like my whole circle, we're vibrating higher. We're all evolving rather than, oh man, I'm vibrating higher. And and sis over here is just still, you know, the same. It's like, no, like we all need to just learn to love ourselves a little bit deeper and spread that love to other people. And I think, of course, this world would be a better place because if we are coming to our true selves, we wouldn't hate on someone else. We would Spread that love to the next person. You know what I mean? But it's about like finding your true self first and then, you know, being around other people and surrounding yourself with other people like that. I want to get into this song too, you know, (laughs) F boys are tools of my enlightenment. And you have a, a line in there and it's pretty much what we've been talking about. You know, thank you for teaching me. I love you. This is like a message to the F boy. Thank you for teaching me. I love you. Thank you for visiting and I release you. First of all, I think a lot of women have to get to that part. I release you. Like sometimes, you know, it, it's like we accept these F boys and we keep them yes. around for so long. And we're trying to change them. We're trying to change ourselves to fit what they need. And it's like, sometimes sis, you just got to learn a lesson and just release them and let that release go. Release them and let them go. I'm still a student. Mm. I'm still a student. It's so crazy because it's like, when you expand your consciousness, all it does is put you into more awareness yeah. of your multidimensional self of past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. You're more aware of the way you used to respond, the way you want to respond, yeah. the way you should respond. You know, it's just like you're aware of all of it. It could be such madness, but you have to be present. You have to be still. And you have to be gentle with yourself. Why am I saying that? Is because when it comes to romance, when it comes to intimacy, when it comes to Just that feeling of having someone to share your life with, share the most intimate parts with Mm -hmm. is we have been indoctrinated that that is the the ultimate thing in life. Right. The ultimate thing to be chosen, you know, so we have to be gentle with ourselves because that's our programming. Mm -hmm. That's our matrix that we have to navigate and rewire. 
years of conditioning from generation to generation. So F-Boys and Tools of Enlightenment is a way to just interrupt that programming that much more, you know, to unlearn and relearn new concepts of how to engage with your healing process, Hmm. how to shift your perspective about the men that you've chose, the men that you choose and the men that you want to choose. You know what I'm saying? So it's like releasing the men. Like I said, I'm a student. It's very difficult when your heart is in it. I don't know why you can't tell the heart what to do, but it does what it does. And you have to just be, I I know for me, prayer, meditation, self-love, focusing on my life has been my lifeline because I have found ways and pockets to navigate my emotional um, waters, Mm. if you will, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're so intense. They're so intense. Once I love you, there is no, there has to be a pattern that is solid for me to be like, yeah, I'm out. I'm good. Like legitimately. I can't fake that. I don't have an ego that protects my heart. I don't. The order way for me to protect my heart and protect my love is through boundaries and through spiritual discernment and, and, and intuition. I think every woman should connect to her womb connect to her body mm-hmm. and invest in learning about boundaries. Don't just advocate for it because you see it on Instagram page, mm-hmm. like actually learn about it because there are men that are tremendously spiritually malnourished. And when you are feeding yourself and you're exuding that light, you going to attract those type of men sometimes yeah you know and in order for you to allow those men to be eliminated by themselves is to be yourself stand your ground don't even allow them to enter so easily you know to mm-hmm. talk that talk and game that game i right. mean that happens and just to be in full transparency that happened to me this year when you have an attention and affection deficit if someone starts to meet that, that is when you tap into boundaries. That's when you tap into being vocal about what you want. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because that's going to guard you from men who really don't mean well and men who really don't want to push play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because men love a challenge. And when they really into you, they really into you. When they're ready to push play, they push play. Yep. You know, so again, like I said, part of the releasing is being gentle with yourself you know, having therapy, having allies to support you, Mm -hmm. because I mean, it can be, it can be very messy with trying to untangle yourself from emotional attachments with, um, love interest, you know? Yes. Yes. Cause that's what a lot of us are craving is love. So when we We see that and and we think that's what we see sometimes, cause we're getting a little bit of attention, then it's like, Oh, okay. Let me, hop on this you know what I mean yeah. but like you said it's so important to set those boundaries first how do you set a boundary with a man uh say in the beginning where you're like Girl. He's gonna... <laughs> first of all wait let me show you something okay my mic is on the book because I need it for some but l- l- check me out <laughs> set boundaries fine peace like I'm I'm all about it girl. I, honestly I can't say I'm an expert at that yeah but I will say that I've learned is being vocal yep. say what you mean me what you say if you know that this is what you want, like, hey, this is where I'm at. I'm looking for somebody serious. I'm so excited about who I am. 
Like I want somebody, are you excited about you? Yeah. What you got going on? Do you, and if you're not excited about you, do you want to learn? Are you secure enough to learn from me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, it's like one of those things where you got to be straightforward. Like, like, because when you go into a business deal, you got to have, you got to have your language, right? Right. You got to have your language, right. In contract, and in communication, because if you don't, you leave opportunities for predators to take advantage of your loopholes. Mm. So the reality is, if men are led by they, you know, they sex drive or they lust, if you're leaving loopholes, which I've done mm-hmm. so many times, my God, when you leave those loopholes and you shrink your throat chakra, you shrink your voice, you know what I'm saying? You're loosey goosey with your your desires and what you truly want. You you leave yourself to be prey. For whatever's leading them, yep. you know, and so and it, and I said something to myself the other day. I was riding home from the studio, and I was like, I said this out loud to myself. I talked to myself a lot, Same. and I said, "How can women? One of the biggest issues is women don't say what say their truth to men early on." And I'm like, "But how can a woman speak her truth if she doesn't even know what her truth is?" Because mm. I just realized what my truth is. A week ago, when it comes to my sexual desires and my desires for intimacy and relationship, I I thought I knew, but a lot of the stuff was in the cloud. A lot of dope, wise concepts, deep concepts from lessons. But I dropped in within the past week a, a realization and embodiment of what I want. I want something that is sacred. Yes. Like, I don't want just something mediocre. I want something that's sacred. Someone who wants something that's sacred. Someone that sees me as an initiation into a deeper level of themselves. Mm. That's what I want because I know that right there, that's a, that's a sweet spot for me yes. because we can sustain, we can sustain ourselves if we both have divine embodiment at the core of our relationship and engagement. Yeah. So it was just like, I thought that's what I wanted, but now I know, mm-hmm. I know now because all the other situations that weren't that have left me very unsafe, insecure, questioning yep. my worth, questioning my truth and yep. so on. Yep. And so I think that as women, it's very important to know what you want. Educate yourself. I'm in this class called Sexual Maturity, girl. <laughs> I know I've been seeing your post on Instagram. I'm like, she better talk that talk. Girl, I am telling you, yeah. I could cry about it because... I went into the world as a young girl, not knowing the certain things, mm-hmm. just a victim to so many things, not because I just did not know. Yep. And you just got these ideas and concepts from church and society. And you're just trying to do the best you can and keep a good heart. And there's people out here that just, they salivate at those opportunities. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to get the most out of and it's just, I've cried because I just want to protect that 19-year-old, that 22-year-old, that 25-year-old, that 34-year-old. I just, I want to hold her and just be like, I got you now. Yes. I'm going to do better. I'm going to make it up to you, you know, because I let a lot of people get away. I let a lot of men get away with murder, literally, mm-hmm. you know, and so um, it's so important for us to educate ourselves because you never know how accelerated your understanding, your understanding can be when it comes to setting boundaries and knowing what you want, because I am, I'm floored by how much I I, I didn't know. I thought I knew what I wanted in February and March and April. Now here we are in September and I'm like, Oh, it's a new, it's a new knowing. It's a new, yes. It's a new knowing. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a new knowing and I didn't expect this. You know, it's a so. new me, but like we're learning every single day. Like the person yes. I was probably a week ago is totally different because we're doing the work, you know, yes. you're reading the books, you're, you're tapping into yourself, you're sitting still, you're meditating, you're praying. Like I believe in all that. I do that every single morning. Yes. Also, like with me, I'm doing a lot of journaling and writing, like writing my thoughts. Like you say, you're talking to yourself, explore your thoughts. You know what I mean? I see my thoughts, you know? So it's like, all of that, you you have to tap into yourself a little bit more to understand what you truly want and set those boundaries early. When you're dating someone, you get the feelings in a couple months and then you're like, oh, you know, you let stuff slide already. So you got, sometimes you keep letting stuff slide because you already let it slide. That's why in the beginning, first month or two, set them, sis. Set those boundaries, Set say what boundaries. you want, say what you desire. And within a few months or whatever your time frame is, if he's not stepping up, let him go. Don't be afraid to step out. Just be like, I'm, I'm done with this. You know what I mean? Step up or step away. Like, that's it. That's, that's it. it. Set those boundaries, girl. Tony Jones, what yeah. are you working on now? You're in the studio. Let me oh, know. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a lot going on. Working on merch, journals, working on a new album that will be coming out this year. Pause right there. You're very intentional with when you drop your albums. It was Women's History Month first, Mental Health Awareness Month, World Mental Health Day. Is there a certain month that we're getting this album? Um, 11, 11, 11, 11. I love 11, 11 just because the, the, the manifestation, the angel numbers of it all, I see it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a way 11, 11 is a spiritual, it's a mastery number. Yes. And it's, you know, if you put two ones together, it's a path. Mm -hmm. So it's a path into the next dimension of deliverance of yourself. So. This is what this album, this album is not just an album of practicing self-care and self-love. It's, well, it is self-love, but it's not just self-love in a practice form. It's self-love of like deliverance. Mm -hmm. Like I'm delivered from the ways that I used to be, who Mm -hmm. I used to be. I'm delivered. So I don't even need affirmations about money anymore because I'm delivered from having a toxic relationship with money. Right. I don't need to even say F-boys are tools of alignment because I'm delivered. I attract higher versions, higher levels and frequencies of men. So we close those chapters. So there's new affirmations to say. So this album is definitely affirmation music, but it's affirmations of deliverance, Mm. delivering yourself into a state of self-love. Like I love myself and I'm operating in this way. It's not a practice. It's a lifestyle and embodiment now. That's it. That's it. Period. That's it. So it starts with you. It starts with your own self-love. And I want to ask you, what does self-love mean to you? I'm still defining that. Mm. Um, But what it looks like for me right now is just a, there's an alignment with good feelings. There is alignment with healthy emotions. There's alignment with your joy and pleasure and pampering and self-care. You compromise it for nothing. Mm. Life crisis can happen. The world can be ending. People can be leaving you. You have expanded your consciousness enough to feel the emotions of those realities, but you also have the expansion of consciousness to have space for joy, pleasure, fun. You no longer have this little corner for that because Mm. life is crazy. No, you have, you expanded your consciousness to be aware that you can 
you have enough expansion and infinite space for your whole experience. So it's like, I love myself enough to experience sadness, but not sadness dictate my emotional reality. Mm. I, I will be sad, but guess what? The version of me that loves myself, how would she take care of me in this moment? Mm. What would she do? What would she say? Who would she be? You know what I'm saying? So that's what self-love looks like to me is loving my whole experience, not just the high vibrational, light, happy experiences is no longer shaming the other side of life. It's accepting it. Fully you accepting. Know? Yes. Fully accepting all of you into your younger self. I would just say like what I do lately is uh, place my hand in my heart <laughs> and just say, I am safe now. <laughs> safe I am, yes. I am okay now and all is well, you know, and, yeah. and sometimes we have to just say that to ourselves just to make sure we, ha- we have to give grace to the, the younger versions of ourselves. We didn't know better. You know, and sometimes yes. you just, you just didn't know better, but you know better now. So you'll make better choices now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Tony Jones, how can people follow you? Yes, they can go to my Instagram. I am Tony Jones and they can follow me there. They can go on my YouTube channel, which is Tony Jones. Mm-hmm. But all my links is in my Instagram bio. If you follow me on Instagram, you're on Instagram. Go check me out on there. I'm also on Facebook as well. I have the Wife Your Life circle. Um, where you can access the membership. And the membership is actually in my links on my bio Instagram too, which is the affirmation um, space where women learn about the songs. We have conversation about it. We put it into practice and journal prompts around the songs every month. It's an amazing community of women. It's really, it's called Wife Your Life VIP for the very intentional person. And it's really for women who are intentional about changing the way they talk to themselves and revolutionizing their relationship with themselves. It's like, it's not just for being a fan of this type of way of living. It's like, no, you're intentional about it. You, you, you do the actions, you practice the practices. You're about that life. Sometimes we're the only ones in our social and community groups. So for me, when you when you come into this group, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm finding my soul family. Like mm. these are these are other women that are like me. Like me, you know, I'm not the only one anymore. You know, so yeah, I have to go join. Like I feel yeah. like this has been a spiritual experience with you talking to you today, thank and you. I, I thank you so much for coming on the Go Girl podcast. I just want to tell you, Go Girl, for all that you are doing for women, for the music that you put out, affirmation music. You are helping us heal ourselves just by the words we speak to ourselves. So you are. Are so appreciate it and keep doing what you. you're doing go girl <laughs> i appreciate you ashley thank you so much thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the go girl podcast please subscribe rate and leave a review and be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends connect with me on social media at go girl movement or subscribe to the blog at www.gogirlmovement.org by the way have you purchased your copy of the go girl guidebook a woman's interactive guide to self-love 10 chapters full of ways to love yourself better it's available right now on amazon thank you for your support i love you and i'll talk to you next time go girl <laughs>